Full Course Football Podcast. My name is Zach. I'm joined by Jack, Sam, and Keegan. Fellas, how are we doing? Zach, how are you doing today? So good. So good. 25. Whoa. Whoa. I got up at uh, 2.30 Mountain Time today. And that's how you realized you were 25? Yep. I was in Denver and uh, flew back this morning. Didn't work today, so I'm, I'm doing great. That's huge. And the Bears won. What more can you ask for? And now they got a game on everyone in division. Sam and I got our picks right with them. So overall, a great weekend. Wow. I can't say that my team won this week. Have you rented a car yet? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did that before I was 25. You just had to pay a young driver fee. Yeah. That mm. sucks. Have you rented a car without paying a young driver fee yet? Mm-hmm. I've not. I have. I'm 24, though. How'd you pull that off? Triple A. Triple A, baby. I also have Triple A. Shout out, Triple A. I've never rented a car before. I've rented a car. But I have. I just wanted to flex that I had Triple A. Oh, okay. Triple A is such a flex. They are sponsored? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have our ad read mid... mid, uh, Yeah, we'll probably forget about it. (laughs) How can we forget about Triple A? Well, we've already talked about it. (laughs) Yeah, true. Oh, good points, good points. Cool. <laughs> so like we had talked about before uh, this week, there's only one one or two games we were super pumped to watch and the rest were just all close games. And I think it matched that energy where uh, a lot of these games came down to the wire. We had some fun upsets, um, a couple blowouts, but overall it was a fun slate. I would say Sunday night mostly lived up to the hype. Wasn't that it didn't come down to the wire, but still a fun game. So who drafted that? Who had the number one pick? It's your boy. Keegan had the number one pick this week. So uh, let's just get let's get into this. Uh, well, let's get started with Sunday Night Football. Eagles Dolphins. Eagles Dolphins. That was a fun that was a fun game to watch. I think at least in the beginning, uh, that first half, they were really exchanging blows. <laughs> it was a game in the trenches, which I think we had talked a little bit about last week. Just both defenses. I think, what, at halftime, Dolphins had negative three yards rushing or something like that. Like, just absurd. After, I don't even know what their average is per game, but it leads the league by quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. kind of cool to see the Dolphins just step, or, uh, sorry, the Eagles defense to step up, even despite some of the injuries that we had talked about. Um, and fun to see Tua balling as well. I think mm-hmm. he played pretty well, um, but Hurts just kind of took the show, even though he is... Hurting for sure, you know what I'm saying? Uh, ha, 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 ha. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a fun game to watch. Definitely the Eagles show why they are one of the best teams in the NFL, if not the best, depending on who you ask. And I think it was a good test for the Dolphins, who really haven't played an opponent like the Eagles yet this season. So I don't know. It makes me think whether or not they can keep up in the playoffs. I think they definitely can, but they're hurting with some injuries. Waddle was out for. Um, at least a couple of drives, maybe even that full third quarter. I can't remember when he came back in. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Did you guys get a chance to watch last night? I watched about the first half. I thought it was going to be a shootout. Went to bed anyways early. <laughs> Woke up. They really got you. Wasn't, wasn't, uh, was not a shootout. It seemed like Eagles kind of took it away. 
Um, one offensive touchdown for the Dolphins, unsurprisingly, Tyreek Hill. It was a dot, too, from Tua. Yeah. Such a dot. Well, they had one called back mm-hmm. early in the game. Tyreek would have had two touchdowns, um, which was unfortunate. That would have helped my fantasy. Team. And he would have had a, th- a third, but he fumbled. He like didn't bring it in, but he definitely would have scored in the fourth quarter mm. for a second time. But he could have had three touchdowns. So basically this game should have been tied 31-31. Sure, yeah. I don't see why not. Well, A.J. Brown wouldn't have let that happen. That's fair. Dog. There's a conversation to be had. What where, What number would you guys rank A.J. Brown in terms of wide receiver rankings in the NFL right now? Like, probably still have J- Even though J.J.'s hurt, I would assume we'd put him above. If it's right now, he's a, like, above J.J. Well, yeah, like because uh, he has a bum ankle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But assuming point. health, I'm probably taking JJ over him still. Mm-hmm. Are you taking Tyree Kill, Cooper Cup? Then conversation to be had due to age. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, are you speaking as like a franchise owner or like a fantasy football franchise? Okay. Like you're an NFL team. Oh, that's interesting. JJ Tyreek for sure for me. There's not another maybe cup, but there's not another one I'm comfortable having above him. Like Jamar? for sure, they seem to be in the same conversation to me at least. What what AJ Brown has done over the last what five weeks now is absurd, and he's wow. just. I don't even know. I don't feel like I paid attention. He's just. Oh, he's such a man. I heard uh, Robert Mays was talking about it on uh, the Athletic show, and he. Compared, he, he said it was really fun watching this game because the two receivers both popped off and they fu- both fully explained like how the teams play. Like Tyreek Hill is just fast, wide, schemed open, and just makes plays with speed and motion and all that sort of stuff. And then AJ Brown is just bigger than everyone and stronger than everyone, and he's so tough to cover. He had a sick catch in double coverage. He scored. Oh, he's just a joy I- to watch. AJ Brown is who I want DK Metcalf to be. Oh, that's yeah. That's the same profile. It's the same profile, but like he's actually an alpha and not just putting up like six catches for sixty yards a game. Again, impressive, great wide receiver two stats, but like AJ Brown literally is just a dog. Like every every play, I think there was a slant route, and he they just bounced off people, or I guess I should say people bounced off him. Yeah. (laughs) So I agree with that. I guess he's filthy. Hurts had a decent game. Um, the, and the other question is, we've now seen the Dolphins play the Bills and the Eagles as the two only, they're the only, the, they're the only two like really good teams that they've played mm-hmm. and they lost both Bills. They got smacked there, at least in this game for most of it, but they still lost 31, 17 is a conversation to be had of, can they stick around? And when they get into January, yeah, they haven't won a playoff game since 2000. So, goes to show why they've played two playoff caliber teams and haven't been within two touchdowns of either of them. So, well, <clears throat> these players haven't been on the team since two thousand. <laughs> it's not their that. fault that they haven't. <laughs> no, no, but there, there, there is something to say about like, you know, the fact that the Dolphins like. 
just historically have not done well against playoff caliber teams. And they haven't been in the positions to have played a lot of when they've been good. Because like the Eagles, they went deep. They went to the Super Bowl the year before. They went deep in the playoffs. The Dolphins haven't had those types of games really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been in a good division, but I'm but, just and I'm, both their losses were on the road. Totally in tough environments. Buffalo and Philly are two of the hardest places but, to play. But like it doesn't get easier for them. Like they no. have right New England next week, sure. But then they're at Kansas City. Then they're, they're at Dubai. Frankfurt. Oh, that's right. They're in Germany. You're right. Mm. You're right. Good call. But still against Kansas. City. But then yeah, they have to play oh. the Jets twice, and then Dallas. Baltimore Buffalo to finish the season, <laughs> and they play the Pats again, who apparently are good at better football. than better than the Bills. So, <laughs> <laughs> is that a hot take? I, it's it's just, not really hot. It's, it's just it's, it's, it's they, beat them. <laughs> they beat them. Like I don't know how else you prove that it's even better. They won. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. But uh, are you guys worried about the Dolphins? I guess is what I would have. To... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think if the Chiefs were in the same position, we would assume that they're definitely going to be in the playoffs if they were 5-2 and two, having lost to two good teams. Well, um, the, we've seen the Chiefs do it is what I'm saying. We That's why we would assume that they have Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL. I'm less worried about the Dolphins than I am the Bills. I agree. That's fair. And the Bengals. The Bengals didn't play, so but they're still... Like, the Dolphins still... I mean, let's say they lose every team that we objectively say to every team the rest of the season that we objectively say is good. Like, say they beat the Patriots, probably. They're going to be favored against the Raiders. Say they lose to the Chiefs, split with the Jets, beat the Commanders, beat the Titans, split with the Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills. Like, just win one of those, Mm -hmm. that's six more wins. That means they're, what, 11-6? and Yeah. Like, they're still going to make the playoffs. Yeah. No, I'm not really worried about their playoff chances. I'm more just, I'm not sure how bought in I can be to them winning and going deep into the playoffs because we haven't seen them play their best against a playoff caliber team yet, is all. That's, that. yeah. That makes sense. And I feel like with, even though they've been breaking all of these records and stuff, like their offense is still obviously super formidable but i just feel like they haven't been able to close or like rise up to the challenge like again just reiterating basically what we've said against a playoff team so like halfway through the season a little like a little less than and dealing with all the injuries that they are right now like just makes you wonder can you keep up that level of offensive performance or is it really being buoyed by a couple of really big offensive games I don't know. So who do you guys think is going to win the AFC East? Then? I would still probably pick the Dolphins just because so they would, now have two games up on the Bills. So then I would argue you're probably not as worried about them. No, but I'm just saying when – say they win the division and they're hosting the Bengals in round one of the playoffs, That's I'm, I'm a little bit worried. Or they're hosting – who else this – who else can make them playoffs? The Browns, Steelers. Anyone in the AFC North. And basically any AFC North team will probably be in a spot where they'd be playing the Dolphins. Maybe the Chargers. Dolphins or Steelers would be just the complete opposite <laughs> <Why>? offenses. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be 
and the Jags. I would I would be worried if they played the Browns. Just because yeah. how good that defense is. I wouldn't be worried about the Steelers in the playoffs. Personally. Because no. no. Kenny Pickett's not putting up. Even if they only score 20 points. <laughs> yeah, well, even if they only score 65. And... <laughs> so, I'm not, I'm not like, worried. Alarm bells aren't going off. But I do want to see it against a good team before I'm comfortable yeah. with them going into the, like, moving forward. But we have a lot of season left. And a lot of opportunities to see them play a good team. So, time will tell. Jack, do you want to talk about a game next? Sure, but I'm going to talk about this game with a question to the group. Okay. What adjective would you use to describe what... Or verb, I guess. I don't really... I didn't do well in English. What word would we use? I think verb. So, but adjective so in, so would also word. word. Yeah, I mean, I was... I kind of changed how I was going to... I think at first I was going to ask the question where adjective would work, but then I pivoted okay. in the middle. So I'm switching to verb, but I do know what parts of speech are. I'm just changing what question I was going to ask. <laughs> got it, got it. What <laughs> verb would you use... Oh, I still am second-guessing this now. What verb would you <laughs> use to describe what the Ravens did to the Lions yesterday? I'm thinking a lot of adjectives. That's a, ver- that's a verb. Yeah, it's an act. Yeah, I'm just... <clears throat> I mean, the first verb that came to mind, I don't think I'm going to stick with this. I was really just trying to think of a verb. But subconscious psychology, maybe it's the most accurate word. I thought of massacre. Okay. <laughs> which doesn't seem that... I thought of spank. Base. Spank's a good one. These are definitely... Is schlack a verb? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's you schlacked them? I think that was mine. Unless For you're sure. like... Schlacked. Unless you're saying, like, you are a schlack. No. <laughs> we schlacked them. Yeah. Bend over, let me schlack you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's go schlack. That's our final like answer. Schlack. Well, Keegan didn't give one. He No, he agreed with schlack. I agreed with schlack. I, I don't feel like there was a better verb to be said. Um, thrash. Mm. That's a good one. Like a lion. Okay, so or now the talons of a raven. Of a raven, more more appropriately. What <laughs> preposition would you use to describe what the ravens did to the lions? Googling preposition. Preposition like, um, like a prepositional phrase. No, not a prepositional phrase. Just, just preposition. a preposition. A like word that. governing and usually preceding a noun or pronoun, an expression, a relation to another word or element in the clause, as in the man on the platform. Yeah. She arrived after dinner. Definitely so, after. Schlacked. Is this related to schlacked? This is like no. a Mad Lib. Oh, should we formulate a sentence? This, this is a Mad Lib. It's a Mad Lib. Schlacked. We need a noun then. Okay. Lion? Raven. Lion. Oh, oh. okay. We need, two nouns. <laughs> we need two nouns. Okay. Raven. Lion. Okay, we need a, a verb. Schlack. Uh, we need a prepositional phrase. On top of. The. That'd be yeah, that'd be the phrase. And then we need another. So the Ravens slack the Lions on top of the. We need another turf. Noun. Okay. Superdome. Oh, the Superdome in New Orleans. Right. Okay. Like sea level. <laughs> sea scissors. <laughs> Salad. I think it's below sea level. Right. I thought it was above. I'd take the Raven above or below sea level. Take a Raven over the lion because it can fly above. I think if I was listening to this, I would never be more confused. Yeah. yeah. 
Based, I'm so what I've gathered, the, the lion schlack the ravens no, on the Superdome turf. The ravens. Oh yeah, yes, yes. It's a preposition. I'm confused. It gets you. Basically, the game is irrelevant to talk about. The TV broadcast switched to another game. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Yeah, to, to to be airing a more competitive game. So. There's not much to talk about in the game itself besides Lamar popped and the Lions were absolutely terrible. So I think big picture more. I think the Lions just need to bury the tape. They need to go about outside of Detroit. Maybe put some hoodies on, go down to 8 Mile. Figure something out. Come back. Not be too depressed about this and just move on. The bright side for them is they don't have to face Lamar Jackson until the Super Bowl. If either team gets that far, odds are they won't. And so they won't have to play the Ravens for another two or four years. And then they can move on. Uh, The Ravens finally scored points and showed how good they can be if they actually catch the ball. And like the Lions... As we thought, didn't have a bad defense. On Sunday, it looked terrible. So, I don't know. I, I think the Ravens look really, really good. I think I'd be scared if I was a fan of an AFC North team that's trying to catch them. But all the other teams in the AFC North also have played pretty well. So, I mean, that division that division is going to be the most competitive. I think we probably predicted that beforehand. It wasn't that bold of a prediction, mm-hmm. but... I don't know this. I don't know what you guys think the state of the Ravens and Lions are at this point, but I don't think I'd be that concerned for the Lions. They still no. have a pretty strong hold on their division, and their schedule is pretty easy. The I don't. I mean, they they get to play the NFC North teams once, if not twice, more. Right. Which uh, they could win all of those games and. I would not be surprised. They're probably smacking the Bears. They're, they smacked the Packers last time, so they're probably... On Thanksgiving is the next Packers. Oh, wait, game. I didn't know that. Feisty. Based on what we've been <laughs> seeing from the Packers, I would I would assume the Lions are going to win. The Vikings... I the, they They'll be favored at least in the home game against yeah. the Vikings. If not but, both. Yes, exactly. I'm not worried about the Lions. Uh, like, similar to the Dolphins... Well, actually, they beat the Chiefs, so we have seen them compete well against a good team. Yeah, but no Travis Kelsey, but... True. But... But, yeah. That might not change anything, you know? Yeah. Or Chris Jones. But, yeah, the Ravens, I think this more solidifies them as a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Um, and I think th- I think people got a little ahead of themselves with, like, Lions Super Bowl talk. But they could still... I feel more confident in the Lions beating the Eagles... Maybe than I do the Dolphins and what we were kind of just talking right. about. So I still kind of like the Dolphins. I mean, the Lions. I don't think they're dead, but I don't know. Games like this can happen. I mean, the year, the two years ago, I guess the Bills never ended up doing anything, but they, they lost to a terrible Jaguars team, like 9-6. to six. Like yeah. Good teams just sometimes lose to these blowout games. So I don't know. It can happen. Maybe the Lions were riding a little too high. I'm I, if, I'm not worried about it unless it happens again. Yeah, it's one of those things where they've played so well in most other weeks that they deserve the benefit of the doubt, in my opinion. Um, yeah, they got the Raiders, the Chargers, the Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears. That Packers they really game. could win all of those. Yeah, comfortably. I did look it up. 
since the year 2000, the Lions playing on Thanksgiving Day are 6-15. and 15. Okay. And they so. haven't beat the Packers on Thanksgiving since 2003. So. Well, that how many times have they played? They've played every other year since oh, 2007. Really? I didn't know they played wow. every other year. Are we yeah, surprised, so. though? I mean... Aaron Rodgers, and Brett, yeah, well, David Packers, no. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I would expect that. But when you think Thanksgiving football, you think, well, I guess this is I the first time the Lions have had a better quarterback than the Packers. I think of the my own Turkey Bowl. I don't think of the NFL that's at all. That's true. I'd like to say my last Turkey Bowl I played in, I think I had forty-seven fantasy points. So you're DJ Moore. I think I had seven receptions for easily over 100 yards and five touchdowns. So anyways, I can find the text. I texted it to Jack last year. That's actually impressive. So you're the only source we have is a text of you texting your own stats? Mm-hmm. Got could, it. could you have a fine. link to your huddle? And, yeah. Uh, My sister was there filming me on her iPhone 5C mm. the whole time. Dang. Okay. I was actually in the stands recording you for tape for future games that I might oh. be. There we go. I'm going to find it right now. Okay. While you find that, I'll go, <laughs> and we'll talk uh, Bills Patriots. This was um, probably the most unexpected result of the day. I, not probably. I think it definitely was. The, I mean, I, we all predicted it would happen. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were all in on the Patriots. I, just you don't you don't need to check the tape for <laughs> last episode, but we all picked the Patriots. Um, no, the Patriots win 29-25. They score on a last-second touchdown. Um, we got to see the two best gritties in the NFL together with Mike Kosicki and Mac so Jones. So nice. Um, yeah, if you want to learn how to gritty, just just look that up, look that celebration up. It was just a wild game uh, for a lot of reasons. One, the Patriots have looked absolutely dead and arguably the worst team in the NFL the last probably four or five weeks, if not this season. Um, Their only win coming against the Jets just after Rodgers was hurt. So, um, yeah. And then the Bills haven't looked like themselves, but I think we are seeing the, um, the repercussions of losing your top two defenders and then having injuries to other guys as well on your defense. Um, if like I looked at a Mac Jones passing chart, everything was just up the middle, which is exactly where Matt Milano would be. Um, they didn't really have much interior pass rush, which is where Ed Oliver would be. Tredavious white, um, was hurts and their corners were Mac Jones was able to throw the ball. He threw for, what did he have? 272 yards, two touchdowns. By far his best game of the year um, against what should have been a good defense. So, I don't know. I'm I'm concerned about the Bills because coming into the season, we were talking about how they'll probably be like 8-1 and one because of how easy their schedule is, and they now have three losses, correct? Mm-hmm. So, I, it's, it's definitely worrisome. Yeah, the offense still... I mean, other than the one interception that Josh Allen had, I didn't even think it was that bad of an interception. Um, the offense moved the ball. I mean, 20, 25 points against the Patriots' defense is solid. Um, but, yeah, their defense just didn't look great. So, a little concerning for the Bills. And this is kind of the Patriots team we expected coming into the year where they'd be frisky and, you know, win a few games they probably shouldn't. But after the last 
the first five weeks of the year it was just like absolutely not. So yeah, I don't know if you guys have any opinions. Kind of similar to the Dolphins and the Lions both losing. Like, are you worried about the Bills? Are the alarm bells probably going off after a third loss? I don't know where you guys are at, but I'm I'm pretty concerned to be honest. Yeah, it's I mean they're they're lucky to beat the Giants a week ago, so that I mean if they lose that they're three and four. They've looked really good this year against the Commanders and the Dolphins, which is like they've looked good against good teams that they've played, but they've lost some key players. I'd be I'd probably be concerned if I was the Bills, but I don't know. I don't know if I had them. I don't know. Bills fans have probably been through the ringer. The Bills fans are probably a group right now that every year gets hyped to win the Super Bowl and then every year gets disappointed. Mm-hmm. But last year the Bills, I forget what it was, but I think the Bills had a similar record this time last year and still won the AFC East. Yeah, they finished and, hot. I'm and, pretty sure. Yeah, and I mean, they did not finish hot in the playoffs, but th- so uh, I don't know. I'd be, I'm, I'm concerned for the Bills, but mostly because they haven't played well in the last three weeks. Yeah, against bad teams. Yeah. Ever since the Dolphins win, right? they've looked like garbage. And they give up, and the defense, like you said, give up 29 points to Mac Jones. Like they've been averaging 12 points coming into the game. Which maybe the Patriots figured it out, but more than likely not. And it was just bad. Like, uh, and even Josh Allen saying like, "Oh, things are bleak right now." Like they're they're scrambling trying to figure out what to do or what's working. I don't know. It kind of feels a little bit like the Bengals start to a degree of just kind of like not an unstoppable force like they were slated up to be, mm-hmm. which is weird. <laughs> it's it's very about. weird to see. How does their schedule fare going forward? Oh, it gets tough. I I know they play, <laughs> obviously, the Dolphins again. They'll play the Jets again, who they lost to. They'll play the Patriots again, who they just lost to. They'll play the Chiefs. Bengals, I think. Yep. So, Bucks next week. Um, oh, they play Thursday night. Bucks then Bengals. Yep. Then Broncos. Oh, they play the Eagles. Then Jets. Then Eagles, then Bye, then Chiefs, then Cowboys, then Chiefs. Chargers, then Patriots, Dolphins. Yeah, that's tough. They don't have a ton of room for. They've kind of used a lot of their room for error. Mm-hmm. They they don't have a a large margin that they can work with the rest of the season. So they're they're going to have to win a decent amount of those games to be. Yeah, and it looks like they're the Bengals, Eagles, and Chiefs all away. Oh. That's crazy. It's worrisome. I'm not counting them out at all. I still think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, they still have Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I just their ceiling could be capped with how how screwed over their defense has gotten with injuries. Definitely. Yeah. So, but also with a guy like Josh Allen, you can win any game. They just got to try to get a home game in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 really need to win the division. Yeah. Which is not looking good. No. All right, Sam, what game do you want to talk about? Uh, let's see here. I lost my place. Here it is. Ah, uh, yes. The Falcons versus the Buccaneers. Mm. 
I I feel like I went into this game thinking one I really wanted to watch Baker. He's been fun to watch, but yeah. also want to continue to watch Bijan. <laughs> he was not feeling well. He had a headache at, at apparently one oh one p.m. <laughs> and then I think played zero percent of snaps. No, he played. He got he got one carry. I'm pretty sure oh, okay. it was at the end of the game when it didn't matter. Uh, and he played a few oh, yeah. snaps. 17% of snaps, sorry. But, like, he only touched the ball once. Yeah, point three fantasy points. Um, yeah, so he's, you know, he's a wash. He's They're being investigated by the NFL. That came out today. The Falcons are. For, for not No, for not including him on the injury report. Because... You have, Arthur, to. you have to. Arthur Smith said he wasn't feeling well coming into the game, which is why it happened. And you have to report that. So, Up until the game starts at any mm-hmm. time, you just have to be like, yep. Yep. You, 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 you have to add him to the injury report if it happens as long as it's before game time, from what my understanding is. We are getting into flu season. Marquise Brown was listed as questionable, I think, last week because he was sick. But they marked him as questionable. But they marked him as questionable. I always forget that that's a part of fantasy and football in general. That like, oh yeah, these people can like get the flu <laughs> and like not be able to run. Or Michael Jordan, and they can run. Yeah, yeah. That. But apparently, yeah. Bijan is not Michael no. MJ. At least no. Arthur Smith doesn't think. Well, he that was <laughs> food poisoning. Mm. Yeah. He he had a migraine, so that's a totally different ball game. Yeah, you're able to see the holes better because it's like spinning. You know. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I heard. You've had a lot of migraines while playing football. <laughs> yeah, especially against uh, larger individuals. Mm. Yeah. Vita Vea was... Right. Mm. Got it. Good player. Well, they didn't need him. No. I mean, they won the grossest 16-13. Mm-hmm. So, a uh, huge division game for them. What are the NFC South um, division standings? I think Falcons are in first. They are in first at 4-3, and three, Bucks 3-3, three and three, Saints 3-4. Three and four. Panthers 0-6, Bear Down, number one pick. Um, Bear Down. Huge. Mike Evans back in the end zone. I don't know. It, I didn't watch this game, so I don't really have any comments about it. Yeah. Um, it, it just wasn't a very <clears throat> fun game to watch. I'm a Tyler <laughs> Algier owner in at least one league, and I like Tyler Algier. He did okay, mainly because Bijan had a headache. Bummer. <laughs> That'll do it. Um, but it was not an exciting game. Um, I feel like the Buccaneers should have won. I don't even know if they're favored going into it. I don't remember. But Baker <clears throat> didn't look great. He didn't look bad. 275 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Feels like a very average NFL performance. To be fair, he's not exactly an elite quarterback either, so I, I, I guess it all sort of Whoa. evens out. But That's aggressive. They, this game must have not been played on water, though, because mm. the Bucks did not look did not look great. They couldn't get the run game going. I mean, I guess they haven't got the run game going all year, but... If you're a Mike Evans owner, you are still happy. You I know, was. He got a teddy. 
Yep, I was happy. Anybody else watch any of this game? I feel like there were a lot of other games going on at this time, yeah. and everybody. We can just we can move on. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. Wasn't much there. I mean, if Red Zone wasn't covering it, yeah, we there's no need it. to force it. Next right. game, uh, Keegan. Which one do you want to talk about next? I'm sorry, Jack. Just had to talk about Browns Colts for a second. I think uh, this game was absolutely insane. Refs Colts. Refs Colts. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, Crazy high scoring. I don't even know what the over-under on this game was prior to going in. It was but 40. Good night. <laughs> Each team basically put up 40. But yeah, yeah, literally. That's actually insane. Um, I don't know. So it feels like, okay, Jerome Ford started things off with a bang, obviously. Like, okay, that's not ideal. But the Colts, like, rebounded pretty dang well. And Gardner looked good. He went through for th- over 300 yards, two touchdowns. But it was... The four turnovers, again, so it's seven turnovers in two weeks for Gardner, but he only threw one interception, but the three fumbles. So three out of those four turnovers led to scores, which is just insane. And even still, like, they should have won this game. Coming down to the end with the fumble recovery and then whatever the pass interference call was. And then they still questionably got it in on fourth down. From the one-yard line, like, just all of those things, like, I still think the Colts are such a feisty team, like, even when they did everything in their power to try and lose it, like, they shouldn't have, like, it was, it was the refs that made it happen, so, I don't know, I think you saw guys like Josh Downs stepped up again for the Colts, um, Deshaun Watson going out early in the game again, even though he cleared concussion protocol. So like, are you kidding me? That's so, so sick like, of Stavansky that Like, Stefanski saying, like, yeah, you know, I just had to do what was best for the team. Like, are you joking me? Right? <laughs> so So you dumb. put P.J. Walker out there? So sick of So that was annoying to watch, I'll say that. Um, but, yeah, who else played well? Kareem Hunt looked pretty solid. He was kind of – he split carries with Jerome Ford basically pretty much evenly. You kind of saw a little bit more involvement with Jonathan Taylor. Um, lead back Got in the end zone Basically lead back I mean they both had 18 carries Right Zach Moss and JT yep. Which is Again They keep... they played the exact same amount of stats Snaps Yeah and then Okay so they didn't split <laughs> Tied for lead back <laughs> Exactly It's improvement JT oh, yeah. uh, got drug tested Because he scored So yeah. I saw that and, okay, last thing I'll say, and then, Jack, I want to hear your comments. The the two touchdowns, like the 59-yarder to Josh Downs and the 75-yarder to Michael Pittman, like, despite turning the ball over like crazy, I love that Shane Steichen was like, we're airing it out. Like, and we're, we're going for big plays and stuff like that, which was, I don't know. I, I still am a big fan of the Colts. This game was hard to, hard to watch, and especially after that Pittman touchdown, I'm like, that's game. But the refs had other ideas. They did. Jack... How you feeling? Uh, it's a it's all right. I mean the I I don't want to get fined by the NFL, and I try not to complain about refing or whatever because you're probably gonna win on a bad call some games, and you're gonna lose on bad calls the other games. But I mean, there's no saying that the Browns don't score if neither of those penalties, if the second penalty was called. The first penalty is so ticky-tacka, and, like, it's literally the Colts won if that penalty is not called because they recovered a fumble on that same play. Mm -hmm. The penalty was unnecessary, so if the guy just didn't touch him at all, it would have. So, I mean, you can't touch him, you can't let him call it. But also, Amari Cooper ran into him. 
So I don't know what the defender's gonna supposed to do if in that case. I felt like I was so confused that whole time. They're like illegal contact, and I'm like, I, I'm like, why? Why? Like, if a defender's standing there, he should be allowed to stay standing there, even if the receiver comes at him. And then, like the whole, the the whole so the pass interference was so like the they looked. The Browns couldn't run the ball because they were out of timeouts from the eight-yard line. And P.J. Walker was playing quarterback. So if they had three more attempts from the eight-yard line where they had to pass because there wasn't enough time left to run, I feel pretty confident that the Colts could have stopped them. I mean, they stopped them twice from the one when they had to pass. And then the one time they got to run it, they scored. That that pass interference is such bogus. The whole – there's no one on – Planet Earth who could have caught that ball if there was no defense. <laughs> so, like, the uncatchable rule where the Gene Steratore or whatever is like, well, usually uncatchable is when it ends up in the stands. So stupid. The ball bounces and then lands in the stands. A ball hits the ground and go, the guy in the front row catches the ball. Like, the ball literally ends up in the stands. Like, Victor Wimbenyama could not have caught that ball <laughs> if there was no defense on him. The refs, I don't know. Pat McAfee, if you want to really know my feelings, just watch the Pat McAfee clip on it. It's annoying, but I was saying earlier to someone, it was like in May when the Colts haven't won the Super Bowl regardless of the outcome of this game, it's probably better to have another loss than to win. Like They're going to get a bit of a better draft pick. They're not going to win the Super Bowl even if they win this game. But it would be fun to make the playoffs. But, I mean, all of it's like... Anthony Richardson's not playing, so it's all cats a little bit. And then Zach Moss, he's been great, but we got to play Jonathan Taylor. Like, it's actually so obvious that Jonathan Taylor is much better than Zach Moss. He's so much faster. Like, Zach Moss was taking our snaps for the drive where the Colts, if they get a first down, they win, like that part of the game. We had Zach Moss in. It's like, why not put the guy in you just paid, made the highest paid running back in the league? When he's fully healthy, I don't know. Just some questionable coaching decisions there, but there's nothing really they could do. It seems like the refs wanted the Browns to win, which that's where it doesn't really make sense to me. It's like I can't really say the NFL is rigged because there's nothing in the history of the NFL that points to the NFL favoring the Browns. <laughs> so that's a good point. Unless there's some that ref, because it's probably the same ref who called both those penalties. Maybe they should investigate him, but. I don't know. It's not. Drug test there was some bad roughing yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, that call was bad. This, I think at one point in the game last night, the Dolphins had nine penalties against them and the Eagles had zero. <laughs> and the um, Kenny Pickett Rams play was bad. I don't know. There was just some bad. The Iowa fair catch that was bad oh my gosh bad officiating so there's just there was some stank of some bad officiating it just sucks that a game that was definitely the best game of the weekend in terms of like just points and entertainment value maybe not like these teams will make the super bowl but like it stinks that it was decided based off of a penalty and it was it was so funny that there was just so many backup quarterbacks playing yesterday. Like this game was played between two backups. The Brown, I mean, the Bears and Raiders game was played between two backups. Yeah, there was some. I forget who else was playing that was a backup, but we counted it and it was like five or six people. Mac Jones is basically basically a backup. A backup. <laughs> so I mean, that can segue into the next game unless you guys want. I to. had I had two quick points about the game. I think it'd be remiss to move past. 
uh, or talk about this game without mentioning Miles Garrett's performance. I mean, he put up a defensive player of the year yeah. level performance. He He's had, the only reason they won that game. He is why they won the game. They gave up. Uh, he he had multiple sacks early that were huge, and then literally jumped over the line and blocked a field goal. Are you kidding me? That was one of the most athletic things I've ever seen. Because it's a penalty if he touches the yeah, line. I know. That's so stupid. The Colts player should just stood up. Right. Just if put just, your hand up. If he just stands up, then it's a penalty. But, like, you know how insane it is for that size of a man to jump over a lineman and not touch him? And then the other thing. I mean, I could probably do it, but. For you that size? If I, was, if I wasn't injured. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the other. So I wanted to mention that because. He already was firmly in the defense player of the year conversation. Then he does what he does, or did what he did yesterday. The other thing I wanted to mention was, um, even though you lost, I would feel so good about Shane Steichen as a head coach. Like they, the best defense. They just the put league. up thirty-eight points against the defense that sh- that was the only defense that's remotely shut down the 49ers last week. Yeah, the so, Colts do have the best offense in the league, I guess. So. And so, like, <laughs> I think just that, even though it didn't get the outcome you wanted. Um, with a kind yeah. of bad call, I I would as a if I was a Colts fan like you were, I would be so happy to have Shane Steichen and feel so confident with him going forward because he was able to cook up a game plan. He's you know they Jim Schwartz and the Browns defense brings pressure a ton. How do you beat that? You go deep, and they went deep with Gardner Minshew, and he connected on two of them. So I don't know. I think uh, those are my my two main comments from the game. Um, but you were going to segue into the next one, which was yeah, yeah. Also, one more thing: don't don't sleep on the Colts yet. They play the Saints, Panthers, Patriots, Bucks, then Titans. So mm. I don't know how many teams you just listed. five. They could be eight and four. five and zero. They, they won't win all of those, but every single one. But like undefeated. they're still in the play, the wild card hunt for sure. Also, Deshaun should be benched. Oh, <laughs> it's like one for five with two passes that should, and then one that should have been picked. Deshaun threw five passes with an interception. P.J. Walker threw 32 passes against the same defense and had the same amount of interceptions. Also, P.J. Walker's 2-0, one of those wins being against the 49ers. And Deshaun is 2-2. And And Deshaun just doesn't feel like playing football. I mean, Stefanski said it like he's got to start his better player. P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. I'm so done with Deshaun. I don't want to talk about it. I'm so mad. Jack? Well, it's it's Bears Raiders. Yeah, baby. It's and cool. the Raiders did absolutely nothing because the Bears were that dominant. <laughs> Loved it. On the Bears defense, low key frisky in the past couple weeks. They have been. Don't have any stats to back that up. Tremaine. Besides my advanced analytics of friskiness. They slowed down the Vikings defense, and then they just. Slow- and was, then it was Brian Hoyer. But. The only other points I have, and then I'll let Zach and Sam talk, and Keegan, you can also talk. I don't want to exclude you. I mean, after losing last week to the Raiders, I don't feel like I can talk. But <laughs> Who do you think – how much do you guys think you're going to get in your trade package with Justin Fields <laughs> as from now on? Because we got our starting quarterback. Yeah. And do you think he'll be dealt before the trade deadline or next year? He's going to be traded to the Cowboys for a – Fifth round and Trey Lance <laughs> worse than Trey Lance. <laughs> <laughs> well, is Trey Lance a fourth round? Yes. Yeah, Do we have the next Brock Purdy and Trey Lance situation mm. on our hands? I just no. I'm not even going to engage with those conversations until I see it more than one time against a team that's not the Raiders. We said the Raiders are a good ball club. 
They, we said they have Max Crosby. You said that, and I said they had Max Crosby. Well, they also started and Brian they, If they started Jimmy G, I think they've Darnell Wright, done it a little bit Darnell better. Wright slowed down Max Crosby. That's all I'm saying. He still had he still had his, but... Some articles were saying shut down Max Crosby. I wouldn't say shut down, but he slowed him down. And Tevin Jenkins is a, a PFF top five guard in the NFL this season. No, I just thought of this. Do you think... Was this game in Chicago? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you think other opposing teams are less motivated to play when they're in Chicago because their paychecks have more taxes taken out because they're doing work in Illinois? Mm. So uh, they're subject absolutely. to more taxes. So they're like, oh, I'm only making this much this game. Yep. That hasn't helped like most of the time this year, but... <laughs> That's true. I also just saw a set that Chase Claypool has lost the last 17 yes. games yep. he's played yep. in. Dolphins. Is he the yep. answer? The Steelers, Bears, and then Dolphins, he is yep. like... It's insane. You're right. Um, Ship him out. Also, that whole taxes thing, that's not really how it works. I just thought it would be kind of funny. I I, I didn't know if that's how it works. No, I think you get paid with your hometowns. Uh, Yeah, which makes sense. Um, I will... I'm not dismissing what Tyson Bajan did. Don't get me wrong. He... He had 12.9 fantasy points. He had he won an NFL game in his first career start after playing D2 football last year. That alone is insane and... Probably hasn't ever been done. So, I will give him his flowers. He does well what Justin Fields doesn't, which is get rid of the ball. And he's decisive, and he's accurate in the short area. He's a quick release time, too. Quick release time. Nice way him. faster than Justin Fields. Super nice. But he also cannot throw the ball downfield. They took him out for the Hail Mary and put in Nathan Peterman. That's notable. He apparently can't throw the ball 50 yards. Even after the game, he said, I have a cannon. So... He, he saving I love it. I love his swag, and I'm. I think at worst he's a good backup going forward for the Bears. I think that's at worst what he is after just seeing that game. At best, what is he? Uh, Brock Purdy. Mm. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying as a Bears fan who's never seen a quarterback be good, and but this is the kind of story that would be written into the NFL. That's we've true. had Brock Purdy. We've had Mr. Irrelevant. So now we're going to go even further to the undrafted D2 player. I'm down if that's the first... If he's the savior of the Chicago Bears quarterback to situation D2. that's been in purgatory for the entire franchise. I have two pieces of advice for Mr. Bajent. Um And that would be one, to shave your head again. Go back to the Rafe look. So good. And he then does look like Ray. Try to get the try to remove your tattoos on your chest. Those looked really bad. I don't know if you saw him shirtless. I did. That was kind of fire. No, it looked real bad. It looks very blocky, and it's like yeah. right across. He's not. He's not. His his. He's not. But he has the swag to have. That. But his physique under the pads. I mean, he's got some cushioning there. He could. He be needs big. to shred off the the cushioning if he's going to have those. His tags. dad is a twenty eight time world champion arm wrestler, so you have he to have could a be big. chiseled chest for that. Also, a probably, probably, yeah. His dad is ripped. I saw an interview. His dad owns a CrossFit gym. His dad owns a CrossFit gym. His dad uh, got interviewed by Tom Pelissero at the Senior Bowl and taught him how to arm uh, wrestle and dogged him. So, over yeah. under. Six and a half wins for the Bears. Uh, probably still under five and a half. What's your number? I'll just we don't. Have to I was going to my prediction is they win five games. Okay. I'm going to say six. Okay, because they only play two more teams that are like very winnable. Okay. Um, Chargers. 
I mean, they play the Sunday Night Football this week. Bay- Sam. And Fields is doubtful, so we're going to see Bajan at least one more time. Sam said that if they lose, we'll be talking about Caleb Williams, and if they win, we'll be talking about the Super Bowl. Oh, is yeah. there a percentage of you that thinks you guys could backdoor your way into the playoffs? Well, if Bajan... I mean, if he continues what he's doing, then sure. But, like, probably not. But you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I think we have a chance. I'm not You're hopeful. not going to vocally proclaim that yet. I'm not hopeful until we're 500. Okay. I want to see the in-the-hunt diagram, but not in November. In, it's got to be December. December. We were already out you of it. You want to be in the hunt in, in December. December. The okay. first graphic that came out, Bears were already out of the hunt last week. So, so if you're in the hunt in December... <laughs> that was before Bajant of Change. That's true. If you're in the hunt in December, is that a success? Or you want to be so, in oh, the hunt yeah. and then you'll say, all right, I think we can make the playoffs. No, it's a, that's a success. In the, uh, hunt, in in December, the hunt in December? And we're already out of it in oh, October? Gracious. <laughs> Bajant of Change, baby. Yeah. The Sun Times knows what's up. Because we also, like... Bears fans for the last several years have been like, I know some fans were like, I wish we just lost every game so that we could get the best pick possible, which is fine because that's how the NFL works. We have the number one overall pick. We did that. Because the Panthers traded away their souls for Bryce Young and are still horrible. But, so I would be like, let's win as much as we can and we still get Caleb Williams. And then we'll go... Break some kneecaps on the Panthers team. Have you seen Caleb Williams' stat lines when he plays um, teams ranked in the top twenty-five? Yeah, specifically actually, Utah. Talk <laughs> he looks he, he looks not bad. good. Let's take his issues are the same as Fields. Is Penix gonna declare this year? Don't say it. Yes. <clears throat> then let's take. He's him. like eighty. I don't want him. I, then let's I, take. I don't want a North Carolina quarterback Bo either. Knicks. What I want is Justin Fields. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, we can't take Drake, man. It's, it's too recent. I'm not. We don't have to talk about the draft anymore because, like, Vagents are quarterback. But no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Okay. I, Sorry, know, go ahead, go ahead. No. I was just. All I was gonna say is, people are like, Bajan is the future. <laughs> we saw. Future. We he threw for 162 yards. Yeah, he saw half. A we've seen Fields throw for 300. That's this year. not terrible for Bears quarterback. Well, we've seen Fields throw double that with four touchdowns and have 50 rushing yards in a game. Like, like Bajan's never doing. Well, that. they just haven't opened up the playbook for him yet. <laughs> That's a good point. He didn't throw the ball past like 15 I, yards I down the field. To be fair, if Justin Fields put up this stat line, everybody would talk, be talking about how Justin Fields, yeah. is a running back. 100. percent It would not be like all oh, the Bears a running back that doesn't run because Bajan had 24 rushing yards. Yeah. Donta Foreman mentioning him. Jalen Johnson pick six. He played good. Keegan, what's your question? <laughs> My question, maybe it's a statement. Let me know if you agree with this. Do you think that a quarterback like Bajan of change is more conducive to what the Bears know how to do offensively. We don't Which know how to do screens. anything offensively. <laughs> right. That's my thing. Like, do you think that there's a part of like the coaching staff that doesn't know how to use a 100%. Russian quarterback like Justin Fields? Yes. He, Bajan's better at throwing screens, and that is what Luke Getzi loves to do. So, so all I'm saying, no, I, I in the system. This is Bajan system. The system you guys are garbage. system guys. Yeah, you love the system. I oh. mean, you guys just can't stop talking the about Bears The Bears system has never allowed a, a QB to throw for more than 4,000 yards. I mean, Jay Cutler. Ever. 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 I mean, Jay Cutler. Highest him. paid quarterback in the league at one point, Jay Cutler, did not throw Good for 4,000. We talk about the Bears quarterbacks a lot because it's a common... It, we have, Ty- we have freaking D2 Tyson Bajan winning. Shepherd University game. legend. Tyson Chicken Bajan. Let's go, baby. It's not just any D2 school, though. It's Shepherd. Yeah, Shepherd. it's Shepherd. 
who I definitely had heard of before this. Yeah, I mean, I watch all their games. Yeah. His dad got interviewed. I record them in case Michigan yeah. ever has the to public play liberal them. arts university in Shepherdstown, West Virginia. Yeah, sense. oh, West Virginia, obviously. Look, the face of Shepherds is literally Bajan. Oh yeah, and then that guy and Brendan Brenton Doyle. Brenton Doyle's congrats, Brenton. <laughs> uh, your jersey was retired at Shepherd University. No, we're not in the Raptors forever. Oh, what we're and looking at. The men's golf team finishes seventh at the PSAC Championship. Okay. okay, let's try to get a little bit better. Maybe Bayjump send some of that NFL money over. Uh, yeah. Boost up the golf program a little bit. What's a PSAC? Exactly. You know, it's a PSAC. And then uh, only other comment: Brian Hoyer was garbage. Uh, so why bad. did they start him over O'Connell in the O'Connell first place? Because his first name is Axel. Oh, what? Wait. Brian Hoyer's first name no, is Axel. no shot, and he yeah. goes by Brian. <laughs> in the NFL, I'm done. Credit, <laughs> credit to part of my take. Credit who credit his birth certificate. Axel Edward Brian Hoyer. What are we doing? <laughs> what? Your first name, you could be, a supposed, I guess, a starting NFL quarterback with the first name Axel, and you go by Brian. First and second grade roll call was always rough when the teacher would call out Axel and all the kids would laugh at me. Eventually, my parents sent in a note and said, he goes by Brian. That's insane. So this guy... Wow. Uh, into being named Brian. Yeah, no wonder. This is the most beta male we have ever played against. <laughs> no wonder he lost to the Bears by three touchdowns. Dude, he would be like... He beat the He'd Patriots. be like Ryan Fitzpatrick energy if his name was Axel. Yeah. He Who beat the Bills. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, you Bills. beat the Raiders. Who beat the Patriots? Who beat the Bills? We're better than the Bills. All right. Tyson Bajan is... Next game. Yeah, what's next? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the L.A. Chargers. 31-17 win at Arrowhead. Uh, it was an insane game to follow. I wasn't watching, but I had Mahomes and Kelsey on my fantasy team. So Kelsey had over 100 yards in the first half. Uh, they got going. Mahomes is looking like his MVP level again. Went for 424 and four touchdowns. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's, that's pretty um, The game was close at half, and then... You know, just kind of fell off. Um, there's the stat that Taylor Swift, uh, every game that she's been at so far, Kelsey's averaging over 100 receiving yards, and every game she hasn't been at, he's averaging like 45. When he's quote unquote left to his own devices. Yes, that was the CBS yep. graphic. <laughs> hey, uh, who? There's an NBA player that tweeted about um, how it's a real thing to have a woman that picks you up and supports you, and what he play, you play better. Because you have that support in the stands. I don't know how that works or what NBA player that was. Just a fun fact. But, um, yeah, it was kind of as we expected. We talked about it in the pod. I think I predicted two touchdowns for Kelsey, but did say he'd have a huge game. He only had one, sadly. Um, and only 179 yards. Exactly. Only 179. 12 catches. But, yeah, Herbert was uh, through two picks, only had a touchdown. I think was pretty pedestrian. Is Herbert like? I, he can't close games no. at all. Like he's had so many opportunities to do so, especially against the Chiefs as well. Especially against the Jags in the playoffs. And the Jaguars. Years. Like, is he? Is he just a fine quarterback? That's my question. Yep. I don't want to. Yep. I just. Is he cursed because he's on the Chargers? Uh, yes. Yes. He's Philip Rivers 2.0. Can he throw sidearm? No. Probably. Yeah. 
I remember receiving a Philip Rivers jersey in a McDonald's Happy Meal, and it had a suction cup on it, and it could suction cup to my wait, wait, window. Wait, wait, wait. How big was this jersey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was my question. <laughs> it's a full size NFL jersey. Yeah, and it had no, suction no, cup. No, it was on. like it was like probably six inches. Oh, tall. that's lit. That is sick. They had like a NFL themed. Wait, <laughs> I'm 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 picturing a youth large Rivers <laughs> jersey Just in my with one suction cup on the back. <laughs> up for your car window. Yeah, I can see how that's misleading. But yeah, it was like a car window, like I don't know, fandom thing. Pretty lit. I was a big that fan is of lit. Philip Rivers after that. Anyway, um, Josh Palmer is the truth. Though. Yeah. So how many the yards truth. Did he have? The truth. 133 yards. AI. Okay, speaking of the truth. Well, let's go back to the franchise question. Would you rather have Josh Palmer or Rasheed Rice? Uh, Josh Palmer. Okay. Rasheed <laughs> Rice is so fast. He's been real good, too. I would take Rasheed Rice because, you know, rookie can improve. Yeah. He's been so good. He has looked solid. He's looking like the number two target that the Chiefs have needed from this wide receiver core. Yeah. So. I stand by Josh Palmer. Okay, dude. Jeez, you can have Josh Palmer. Yeah, I mean, Rushy Rice has not put up 133 yards in a game. And he has, to be fair, more mouths to feed on Kansas City, but it's Patrick Mahomes throwing. I think that evens out. He was the number one target. Oh, Keen Allen actually he, more. Uh, he yeah, he had nine targets. Yeah. But Palmer had more receptions. Mm-hmm. And by some of those more than double the yards. I yeah, mean, he's stats. good. He's good. Watching him, he's a stud and huge for them to have that replacement for Mike Williams. But they still lost. Would you rather have Rasheed Rice or Quentin Johnson? Rasheed Rice by a mile. Me too. Is the Bears a mile and a half. Chargers Sunday Night Football Frisky. the first winner go home game of the year? <laughs> yeah. If <laughs> the if, Chargers are dead, if Tyson Bajan beats them. And if, if the Tyson Bears win, it's in LA, right? They're kind of back in it. If the Bears lose, they're definitely probably LA. dead for the playoffs. Even though we've called them dead for weeks, they've been dead. But if they go, but, but they we also didn't think they'd dead. win two games yeah. in a row. Yeah. I three and four. In our text thread, if Tyson Bajan wins two games in a row, he absolutely should be the starter because the Bears have not done that since. The 2021 season. Yep. It's, it's That's valid to bring up. So, yeah. I hope be, that the Bears win because bear down <laughs> and we have the Panthers pick. I don't like the Chargers. You're fine Tyson with it. Beijing. Yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Justin Herbert looks horrible and I'm fine with it. Tyson Bajant of change. Um, and Tyson Bajan is a better NFL quarterback than Justin Herbert, and I stand by that, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> if he beats him. If he beats him. Okay. All right, I, I want to talk about a game, but I'm totally blowing up our It doesn't order. matter. I, I, I'm sorry, Keegan, but we, we have to touch on the Packers versus Broncos because we're probably going to start going through the games pretty fast, but we need to touch on this one a, probably a little bit longer than the other ones. <laughs> wow. This is true. Just because we we all we should we got to talk about our teams because that's what we know. True. I will leave. Talk it. about your team, Jack. Uh, <laughs> well, he's let's a ride. Big, he's a big Broncos fan. Then, so you're definitely the biggest Broncos fan on this podcast, Keegan. So this must have been a pretty tough that's game true. for you to watch. But playoff bound. The Broncos. That's us. I thought the Broncos were tanking. Um. Maybe they're and not. And now you're convinced they're not. And now I'm convinced they're not. They they are actively trying to win this game. The Packers 
fooled everyone uh, at the beginning of the year. To be fair, I mean, they just like... It, f- I'm just going to let you talk about it, Keegan, because I don't watch it as much as you, but it seems like whatever LaFleur was doing at the beginning of the year, he just like started doing cocaine in between now and then. <laughs> that is a report. Okay. He's being drunk. That does make John more sense. <laughs> Maybe it's all contingent on Aaron Jones being fully healthy, because when Aaron Jones has played a game fully healthy this year, the Packers look unstoppable. Wasn't against Tyson Bajan, though. That's true. Yeah. I don't even think he was on the... Active roster. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, this... Okay, I agree with you because I think even LaFleur in the post-game conference talked about, yeah, on 3rd and 20, I probably shouldn't have called that play call. Like, and not to mention... Okay. I don't know if you guys saw the the image of A.J. Dillon wide open underneath on mm-hmm. that play at all. You need to go on X and check that out because there is not a defender within... 25 yards. They're playing so deep, and AJ Dillon's wide open. First read is Samori Toure. Great. Whoa. Love really? that guy. Yeah, good exactly. player. And, oh, and I found him. <laughs> Samori. Did you? Yeah. How do you, how do you do? One for three. Real. One for three. Yeah, good player. Averaged three yards. <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> So, I don't know. Yes, I think play calling has been tough. I think Aaron Jones is the piece that unlocks a lot for the Packers. We saw him, what, have eight carries yesterday or something mm-hmm. like that. A.J. Dillon has been absolutely abysmal when you have no running game whatsoever. <laughs> your slants, your screens, nothing works, even against a putrid Broncos defense. Furthermore, didn't help that literally everybody and their mother on the defense was hurt. So, let me just list you. Everybody that left the game yesterday... Darnell Savage, Devontae Wyatt, Eric Stokes, Luke Musgrave, Christian Watson, who is perpetually hurt. Like, he is starting to annoy me quite a bit. And Dontavian Wicks all left at some point. The first three literally were just out by, with 10 minutes left in the first quarter. And I'm like, that's just fantastic. Um, Let's see, what else was annoying to me? Those things. And Anders Carlson missed a 43-yard field goal bad, like hooked it way left. So even the Packers still should have been winning this game off of that. So they had no points at halftime. Last thing that I'll say before I get off my soapbox is that this is, again, like whatever the play calling is or if it's Jordan Love, like under pressure, the Packers have had chances to lead comeback drives and have looked good for the first two or three plays. And then they try to get all of these chunk plays, which they don't run all game, but they only run on the last drive when you're trying to come back. They don't play it safe. They only go for the big yards plays, and it's led to Jordan Love throwing the ball away or turning it over literally every single time. They had a chance to win against the Raiders last week. They should have beat the Broncos this week. It's just so freaking aggravating. I am concerned. Because it worked in Week 2 against the Saints, which maybe that's why they're doing it. But right. that's a game they also should have lost, but they actually, you see Jordan Love leave the game right. winning drive. Same with the Falcons. Like, they had an opportunity to come back in that mm-hmm. game. Like, it just, whatever it is, the play calls just go to like, oh yeah, we have Aaron Rodgers, so like we're just going to go down the field 40 mm-hmm. yards. Like, Jordan Love can't do that yet. Especially when you don't do it all game. Like, he doesn't have chances to... And he probably should have had two interceptions. I don't know if you guys saw the one in the corner to Romeo Dobbs. Mm -hmm. Patrick Sertan actually came down with it first, but Romeo Dobbs wrestled it away, and the tie goes to the wide receiver. But, like, 
Sertan came down with it with two feet first. Like, which is technically an interception. So, like, the Packers shouldn't have had more than one touchdown in this game, technically speaking. Which, again, against just that defense makes me mad. I, this isn't going to be encouraging, so sorry. Well, but, I didn't expect that to be. Um, it, everything you're saying reminds me of the Frank Reich and Carson oh, Wentz-led Colts. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> Wow. What are they doing? There's a th- when you said They're that. There's a distinct game. I forget who they were playing, but there's a distinct play where Carson Wentz had Jonathan Taylor like wide open in the flat, like could have run probably for forty yards, and he threw like an eighty, tried to throw the ball eighty yards and threw an interception, yeah. and we lost because of that. And that's pretty much exactly what you just described. And so, like they're on their own forty-six yard line. You get. 10, 12 yards of the third and 20, and you're low-key in field goal range. Yeah. If you had to be, or you can make the decision to go for it, fourth and eight. Yeah. Like, way more manageable than throwing freaking trips down the right side against Sertan into double coverage. Like, good night. Here's my theory. So I'm looking at the box score stats. Um, I know, like, two players on your roster, by the way. Um, And... Both running backs. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Dontavian Wicks, don't know what position this guy plays. He has one reception, one rushing attempt, and one passing attempt. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> passing attempt went for the first down. Passing oh, attempt was kind of nice. It was a little trickery. A new backup QB then? Probably should be. Okay. There we go. I just wanted to throw that out there. I thought that was a fun little... Yeah, no, that's a fun stat. stat. Yeah. I mean, why have Aaron Jones run it when you have Dontavian Wicks, the quarterback, who <laughs> the can goat. run it? The GOAT. Mm. D-Dub. So, D-W. It's like Arthur. <laughs> that's <laughs> Poor guy. So, Keegan, last question is, how do you feel about their playoff chances? Now that they're, what are they? Are they two and, two and five. four? Two and five? Wait, no, two four. and four. Are they two and five? Four. Yeah, yeah, my fault. Uh, I don't feel completely terrible, but I feel terrible. Okay. I think my thought is if Aaron Jones comes back to a full workload and that actually is like the key to them scoring, I feel optimistic they can maybe be wild card. Sure. Because they still have all the pieces. You just get a little healthier. You figure out the offense a bit. You go and just break over 500 and you're right there. And I feel like they could still do that. But let's talk next week. As someone who's about five years ahead of you and – um, your childhood dynasty falling apart. At some point, it's just better to be as bad as possible and just start over. Here's the thing, though: like even if the Packers are as bad as possible, they're still going to take a Georgia linebacker, even if they have a one on one. So, like, who do I have to look forward to? No, they're going the to Georgia tight end. Facts. The dogs are good this year. So, dogs. the dogs. Skull. All right, let's run through these last four games uh, quicker. Yeah, we'll go. To, I, I'll. Pivot to Pittsburgh Rams. Nice. I have very little to say about this except that um, Cooper Cup is also a beta male now. <laughs> and then also, Jack and I watched very few plays of this game, but we were just, we can't believe that Mike Tomlin is going to end with a winning record. And that yeah. was not a, it was just such, so clearly not a first down for Kenny. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was not true. even close. It wasn't even close. Yeah. Uh, and Sean McVay was um, upsetty spaghetti about it. Un- understandably. 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 Um, yeah. 
Puka. Not, um, Puka. 154. Yeah. He... Um, Keegan's showing me a picture of Arthur Smith right now. It looks AI generated. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to interrupt this because the NFL is investigating the Falcons about when they knew rookie running back Bijan Robinson wasn't physically well. That's so stupid. And that picture of that Robinson. is that does seem so dirty. Yeah, so dirty. We'll Go drop ahead. it in the uh, podcast notes. That looks like when you take a Family Guy character and ask AI to make it realistic looking. <laughs> If you saw that guy in your wow. ring doorbell, you'd be terrified. Wow. Anyway, sorry, continue. Steelers um, win again. Steelers win again. They're going to make the playoffs. I'm so... It's gonna, I, they're going to be like... Oh, I don't in the most that. competitive division. I don't it's so classic. It's so annoyingly classic. I, they're not that good of a football team. I hate the Steelers almost as much as I hate the Packers. What? I feel like in our childhood, the Steelers were like one of the villains of football. Like Obviously, the Patriots... And for us, the Packers, but it was like oh. the Steelers in that Cardinal Super Bowl. Yeah, that that one did suck. Yeah, that one ripped my heart out. That... But but the... Antonio Holmes in the you can't put it on the same tier as the Packers though. Almost tier below. Okay, that's fair. Anyways, yeah, this was uh, I don't even know. It was in L.A., but Steelers win yet. We talked about it before the game. This is what this is a classic Steelers game. Did we pick them? Did any of us pick them? I don't think so, right? Uh, we all picked the Rams, of course. Um, Our consensus picks this bad. week horrible. We so went, bad. One, we went two and two and three on consensus, to, and then if the 49ers win, we'll go. We'll have gotten three right, but yeah. Um, next game. Oh wait, do we only have three left? Yeah, sick. Just a two left. Two left. The Giants. Oh yeah, and Tommy's Giants. Um, the sacks, lots of sacks. Defensive game. Goldman sacks. Yep. I just watched the big potato sack today. Movie, right? Tyrod Taylor. That's the other backup we were trying to think of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He actually looked good. He's better than Should Danny. Short the housing market. Hundred percent. He's better yes. than Sam Howell. Um, also, I just realized this. Washington's lead rusher was some guy named Chris Rodriguez Jr. Yeah, Kentucky stud. Kentucky stud. Who would you rather have? Kentucky stud or Dontavian Wicks? <laughs> Dontavian Wicks, he can do it all. Who's, yeah, <laughs> is it, what position are they playing? Yeah, yeah. Kicker. Ooh. Kareem Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. That's brutal. <laughs> That's so tough. Um, Giants are bad, but they're uh, still win the grossest game ever. I think they are going to finish ahead no. of the Commies. I think they might. The, the Commanders are in the The Commanders are, are, are bad. Yeah. But they've looked so much better than the Giants this year still. Well, the Giants are the, the better Giants football team. The Giants almost beat the Bills. The they Commanders got the blown Bills. out by the The Commanders Bills. lost to the Bears. We doubled their points. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Man, we just all root for we. All of our teams have losing records right now. Yeah, yeah, we. we for used the to first be time in this, guys. When's Some the last time the Colts, <laughs> Bears, and Packers all had losing records? Probably last year in our lives. Have been, oh, <laughs> definitely last, last year. year. Okay, okay. okay <laughs> prior to last like, year, the last like season of prior to last year, football. probably never in our lives. Uh, I, which we've been around for a while. Like, 1998 would have been maybe the Packers and Bears. Colts sucked. Well, the Packers haven't had a losing record. They didn't. They surely had winning records for at least like a. I think they had like one losing record when Rodgers got hurt or something. 
Sounds about right. Or like one bad year. But I don't think they've had a losing record other than maybe one time in that span with Favre. And then, because, and yeah. then we had Manning and Luck. Manning, which they have the number one pick to get both of them. Ma- Manning was drafted in 98. 2001, 2011, 2017. But Bears had winning records in multiple of those. 2022. We had a winning record in 2017. Yeah, I don't... I, it might, the last... These two seasons are probably potentially the only in our whole lives. Yeah. That's just crazy. What a terrible year to start a podcast. Yeah. Seriously. You gotta start somewhere. We'll start next we'll year. We'll start from the bottom. And now finally... When one of our teams wins the Super Bowl, we'll all celebrate, right, guys? The Bears next year. Respectfully, like, only one other team on this podcast would I root for in a Super Bowl. What if it's your best friend's team? Well, my best friend's team, like, uh, owns my team for my whole life. Uh, So I don't really root for that. I don't believe in that. What if it's the Larry Fitzgerald Cardinals playing against the Steelers in the Super Bowl? The one that ripped Jack's heart out. I was at my grandparents' house. Are the Packers and Bears in that game, or yeah, yeah? Well, the Seahawks beat the Cardinals twenty to ten yesterday as our final game. That game was pretty boring. Boring. JSN breakout game. He scored a touchdown. And And breakout game. Who's got Bill Bobo? Bobo. Bobo. Jake Bobo. Bobo. Who's got Bilbo Baggins in here? We've got Bobo. Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo Bobo. 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 Yeah, not much to say. It was probably as expected. We probably don't have listeners on the West Coast yet. So. No, or have that have even made it an hour 12. <laughs> Definitely not. Respectfully. Unless they zoom forward to the end to hear what game we're talking about. All right. Shout out. I heard of a new loyal listener. My brother-in-law, Jay Drew. Let's go. Jay Drew! Let's go. He listens. My my power rankings are as follows. Yep. Green Bay Packers. Ooh, I don't have mine at all. I have the Chiefs number one. Wow, they moved up. I have the Eagles number two. And then I can't put the Lions up there anymore, sadly. Do you have the Ravens? Um, I do have the Ravens three. I, I'm just double-checking this so that I don't miss anyone. Oh, no, sorry. Starting over. 49ers okay. one, yep. Chiefs two, Eagles three, Ravens four. And then I will put the Dolphins at five. Okay. So the Lions fall out of the top five for me. Because you just can't lose. But you can't get schlacked no. at the Superdome. It's schlacked. I might have the exact same five. You said 49ers, Chiefs, Eagles, Eagles, Ravens, Dolphins. I would still take the Dolphins over the Ravens. But okay, that's my five as well. With the 49ers first, and then Chiefs, then Eagles. <laughs> I'm going Eagles. I won. Um, I guess a big part of that is we haven't seen the Monday night game. Let's just assume they shellack the Vikings. Then, actually, that said, it would probably be like 49ers, Eagles close, second. Um, Chiefs, Dolphins, Jags. Okay. Hmm. Jags. Throw them a bone. They're five and two. They're five and two. And they haven't lost And they beat the Bills. Yeah. Three in a row, right? Three in a row. They were one and two to start the year. So they're mm-hmm. four and zero. Yep, four and zero. I think their best win would be against the Colts, not the Bills. The Bills aren't. I agree. I, the Colts look just as, if not more, formidable than the Bills. So, Keegan, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say 
Chiefs on top for me. Ooh, makes sense. Chiefs, 49ers, Eagles, Dolphins, Cowboys. Ooh! We're really shaping up for a Jags Cowboys Super Bowl. We're looking good. The NFL's really gearing up for that. The NFL would do everything in their power to not have a Jags Cowboys Super Bowl when they could have a rematch of the Kelseys in the Super Bowl. That's why uh, Keegan and I are going to buy the NFL before that time. And, <laughs> and you can't make it you can't disclose the trade before we close. Sorry, um, we're going to chop that part of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can I get it on this purchase? Um, sure. Yeah. Are we purchasing like shorts of the housing market? Or no, we're shorting the NFL. Oh, by viewership because they crashed back in two thousand or in the nineteen thirties. So then we're going to be going off based on those trends, right? Okay. Yep, the thirties are coming up again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good point. History repeats itself. Yep, Big right. Short, great plane movie. Watched it this morning. Ten just, out of ten. Did you? Cry? I watched it two days ago. I didn't cry. It's it's good. But I did. It was also like. Were you uncomfortable when you were sitting on the? I've also watched that movie on a plane before. Okay. The, yes. The scene I with the been. strippers and you think everyone's looking over your. Oh, uh, I was watching on my phone, so I did that thing where I was like, "Oh, notifications." Um, oh yeah, you got Wi-Fi on a plane? Jeez, I didn't know you. No, I didn't. Had bags. But I was just like, "Oh, I gotta check to see if I've gotten any texts." <laughs> no, no and Wi-Fi. And I would go oh. back. Oh, still there. Uh, mm, interesting. Uh, still no texts. <laughs> Uh, and that was right away in the movie. Yeah, they don't give you any lead time. Yeah, and I was like, well, well this is." It's like four minutes. There is there is one like At in the, the initial. Beginning. They're just talking about the culture of the two thousands. Oh yeah, and then it also had the other moment later, which didn't show as. That's much, what I was. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. When the Respect. dancer has five mortgages. That was the part where you cried. No, oh <laughs> no, I didn't cry. There's just this internet trend or whatever people are talking about in that commercial where apparently you're like statistically way more likely to cry watching a movie on an airplane than watching it in on a couch okay and now i don't know what the percentage is if you're on a couch on an airplane but i've never cried an airplane the, the movies i can think i've watched the big short i watched hot rod i cried laughing probably um I've seen Avengers. Didn't cry. Oh, I've the first one. Uh, second one. I Age watched of it Ultron. again. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch that again. Very good. And and then, watch that tonight. Sure. There's nothing watched. else on tonight. That's true. Ooh, I watched both Top Guns on the a flight mm, to very Europe. Very good. You can I was going to say, on the way to Denver? No. Yeah, this was all yesterday, <laughs> this morning on my two-hour flight. Jeez. Yeah, I watched them at like... Uh, five five times speed. So, one time I was flying during the Super Bowl. The one time in my life I paid for Wi Fi on a flight, and um, you know how the flights have in like flight entertainment. There was a movie I wanted to watch, and so I tried to watch it during halftime of the Super Bowl. I was skipping through it so fast. I, I got like fifteen minutes of the movie. That was the Chiefs 49ers yes. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We were flying back from L.A. Yeah. Right. With, with the coronavirus. With the coronavirus. You're flying from L.A. and you paid for Wi-Fi. Are you rich? Flights were really cheap. Yeah, and I also had a voucher for the flights, so the yeah. flights were free. Oh, yeah. so you can book more than one flight normally. Yeah. yeah, well, the other flight was paid for for a missions trip. So, really, I netted so off of other people. Uh, you you could argue. Interesting. You, okay, you sh- you shorted the nonprofit sector. I see. Yeah. From a compliance standpoint, I will have to report you to the <laughs> SEC. 
That's okay. The statute of limitations is already probably up on that, so. True. All that to say, Jags and Cowboys will be in the Super Bowl. Assuming Tyson Bajan doesn't continue. Correct. Okay. Got it. Well, thank you all for listening. Cheers. 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 Cheers, bruv. <laughs> <laughs>